Rich Money, coming soon to Fox. I'd watch it. It's just another Bridgerton drama. <laughs> Basically. But they're like, have you seen the new money family move into the neighborhood? <laughs> they have the audacity to have the last name Moneymaker. <laughs> Hide the money. There's poor people around. <laughs> Hide it deeper. They can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> Little fiends they are. Always searching and scratching for our riches. What you got? Yeah, got enough titers. That's you violently harassing the rich as a poor orphan, just banging <laughs> your hands on a carriage, going, You got titers! <laughs> oh, what you got in there? It's, tu- it's Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> they throw a coin at you, you try to eat it, and you're like, This ain't taters! <laughs> I broke my teeth on you. <laughs> I only asked for one thing. <laughs> Take this back and give me my taters. <laughs> like everybody's carrying potatoes with them everywhere. <laughs> I was asking that guy for taters, but he didn't have any, so I came to you. They say I've got tater ADD. <laughs> I'm before my time. <laughs> my daughter, Minjula, makes a nice tater soup. <laughs> Delicious. His granddaughter got taters! Get him! <laughs> Show me potato salad. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the weirdest tangents we've had. (laughs) And it's not even Irish. (laughs) But that's our tangent and we're sticking to it. It's pronounced tangerine. Damn it. We've come from afar bringing tales from before. Old dragons drink bourbon but we Welcome back to Dragon's Drink Bourbon. I'm Ella. I'm Miles. Oh, I'm Cletus, so I am. I don't know why I did that. Try not to talk over each other, and you're like, I'm going to interrupt him. (laughs) I wanted to go and just jump in there and get my name out there. Those are the instructions I was given explicitly. (laughs) She said just interrupt each other at a moment's notice. I listen. (laughs) Because I'm a man. (laughs) Well, we had a themed meal today and a themed drink. So I made the guys a lumberjack special platter. He was delicious. (laughs) Picked him clean, we did. Burly, hairy, and delicious. The trifecta. Do you have to say burly and hairy? Yes. Okay. Because some people might not know what burly means. Fair enough. (laughs) So it was, uh, we had bacon, pancakes, eggs, taters, and I made something else, right? Oh, toast. Toast. Yes. Not the point of sale system, Toasty. but the edible food. <laughs> There's one person who went, huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it was for that one person. <laughs> I worked in a restaurant once. <laughs> <sighs> Good times. And I'll let one of the guys explain our drink. Have at it, Miles. I've done the last two or three, I think. It all runs together. All I know is... With that delicious meal, with those tasty pancakes, we had some maple syrup. 
and our themed drink, it's more of a shot, but when you combine them, it tastes like maple syrup, which goes nicely with our theme. So we have here breakfast shots, also known as Irish breakfast. So it's butterscotch, whiskey mixed together, like kind of a half and half ratio in one shot glass. And your chaser, which is in another shot glass, is orange juice. So you do your whiskey and butterscotch first, and then you chase it with the orange juice. Let it sit. Okay? You're going to love this. After just a few seconds, you're going to get like this syrupy maple taste, and it's delicious. Don't do anything else. Let it sit for another couple seconds, and there's like another wave that hits you, and it's like just just delicious. Unless you hate maple syrup. Or in pancakes. Which case, yeah. Then you're screwed. You know, uh, fun fact, they were called shots mm. because in the West, people would trade bullets for small glasses of whiskey. Really? I did not know that. Hmm. Unless the internet lied to me years ago because I haven't researched it. Well, the internet never lies. No, you can't lie on the internet. But that's what I heard, and it makes sense. Yeah. That's what we did in order to get these, so that tracks. Oh, I suck dick for mine, oh. but. Well, you know. To each their own. Hobbies are hobbies. Hobbies are hobbies. And $20 is $20. Oh, I don't like money. Oh. Hobbies are hobbies. (laughs) (laughs) Dedication is dedication. Well, we're going to cheers these. Oh, you won't hear it because one of the cups is plastic. (laughs) (laughs) Ching! Clink. There we go. Delicious. All you dragons out there drinking with us, hopefully you tried it. You know where the pause button is, so hopefully you paused it, ran out, got this stuff. (laughs) 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 Poured your shots with us and then drank it. Some high expectations. Yeah, we probably could have told you to do that before we took the shots, but by now. Somebody likes themes to be a secret. Right. Hmm. Except this could have been a really good chance to promote the social media accounts where we announce the theme drinks the day before the episode releases. Oh, do we? I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, I follow us on social media. What did you guys think you were picking preview clips for? After the episode was released. I tag you in them and you like them. Well, we're officially on our summer break, and yet also, here we are. And the reason for that is simple. We're ghosts. Yes. Also, we couldn't resist sharing the legend of Paul Bunyan before July 4th. He had some real bad bunions on his feet. Real bad. Poor guy. Like, couldn't even walk. I I heard Mm -hmm. he was the inspiration behind the first wheelchair because people wanted him to be able to get around. Yeah, that's considered. So they created a wheelchair just for him so he wouldn't have to walk on those bunions. What a great town he lived in. They really came together for that. It was good. It was the GoFundMe before GoFundMe was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Go Bun Me. Go Bun Me, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. We were time traveling back then. It was the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Callback. Callbacks. She's a witch. She wouldn't understand. <laughs> and, and then I wrote a special holiday for <laughs> burgers and fireworks and beer in this here land of America. 
You had to explain the 4th of July. I did. Okay. I wanted to be able to say Marika. All right. According to Encyclopedia Britannica, giant lumberjack Paul Bunyan started as an oral folkloric tradition (laughs) amongst the lumbermen in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and the Northwest. Wisconsin. However. Bunch of chatterheads up there. (laughs) Wikipedia done told me that these oral traditions were more mm-hmm. widely North American and included Canada. His name may have a French-Canadian origin, actually, like, phonetically. Paul Bonnion. Paul Bonnion. <laughs> Paul Bonnion. Appel du Paul Bonnion. <laughs> With a croissant. 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 But I am Swiss. So phonetically, bunion is similar to the Quebecois expression bonion, which is used to express surprise or astonishment. So Paul. So, so, so they saw him and they go, they were like, he was like, excuse me, sir, my name's Paul. And they turn around and go, Bonyon. <laughs> and that's how he got his name. That's how he yes. got his name. Because he was so huge. They were like, Bonyon. Bonyon. Yes. That's me. Paul. I I do love that Wikipedia was also like in American English, a bunion is. And no. like, I was like, ew, <laughs> I don't want to read about this. Why tell me this? But James McGillivray published the bunion story, The Round River Drive, in 1910 as a journalist for his local newspaper in Detroit, Michigan. So it's our one of our first publications. Mm. There's also an uncredited story in a 1904 editorial in the Duluth News Tribune as well. I remember that. Time traveling. Yes. Got it. To place Bunyan's first appearances in oral tradition, Michael Edmonds proposed that Bunyan stories were in oral circulation for at least 30 years before any were printed. But then in the following 15 years after that first printing... Other professional writers would popularize Mr. Bunyan until he went from a folk figure to a national legend. Who would who who would win in a fight? Paul Bunyan or Daniel Boone? Definitely Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Also, I'm trying really hard not to make any jokes about oral traditions. I was so proud of you guys. Yeah. I was like, just let me get through this. I was like, she's she's saying well, it I'm more already, and more now. Like I, the first one, I was like, okay. And then there have been like two or three more, and I'm like, oh. There's not another way to kay. say that. Well, I wasn't going to sit here and be like, traditions where people spread stories by word of mouth, because you guys would have been like, like what's that called, Ella? Well, I, I feel like I've already done the, uh, the uh, oh, I could use me some oral tradition jokes a couple of times, so I was going to give it a break today. Nah. I was. For America. I was. I was. Mm. For America. Oh, I will do nothing for, for a country. <laughs> I like fireworks. He's got principles. Well, yeah, you can make your own. Okay. Or buy them. They're very cheap. William B. Laughhead? Come on. Okay, look. I tried to look this one up. I tried to look up the pronunciation. Laugh, E-A-D. Laughed? Flaccid? That sounds like flaccid. Yeah, I was just gonna I say feel that. Like he, so I tried he did to that on I tried to look up the pronunciation, and Google was like, "You misspelled laughed. You misspelled laughed. You misspelled laughed." <laughs> laughed. And the only pronunciation videos it would give me was for the word laughed. Maybe well, maybe that's laughed. how it spells. His, well, maybe that's how it is. Laughed. Or laughed. Or laughed. Or laughed. 
We're gonna go it, with Lafed. Lafed, yeah, Le because Fed. because they're French, right? Yeah. Lafed. I don't know. If if they were Lafayette. going Bonyon. Yeah. Hello, Paul Bonyon. I am Lafed. <laughs> anyway. Bill gets a lot of credit for this popularization due to his 1916 marketing pamphlets for the Red River Lumber Company. In the process, stories focused more on, like, humor related to Paul's giganticness instead of knowledge of proper lumbering techniques. And then the... Well, it was... <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but I'm a I'm lumberjack. Just, I'm just a big guy. Look great in plaid. <laughs> Look, everybody needs a job, okay? There was an opening. I already had the plaid. I had the plaid. I'm ridiculously strong. It was a good fit. Benefits are shitty, though. You imagine if you met a real, like, 20-foot giant and he goes to pick up, like, just a standard box, like a U-Haul box. (laughs) And he's just like, oh, too heavy. (laughs) You'd be so disappointed. He picks it up and he's like... Right. There's a 20 foot man over there. Hey, come help us with this box. No problem. I'm a friendly giant. <laughs> Too heavy. He's naked because he clearly can't lift clothing that will fit him. That was your first sign. That was your first sign. My friends have to dress me every morning. I don't have any friends, though. <laughs> Thus, nudity, nudity. <laughs> Always getting arrested. And yet people still call me to pick up things from the high shelves. Excuse me, sir. What Could you grab below? those Cheerios for me? <laughs> it is a monster that hides Cheerios on the high shelf. Mm. Accurate. People need to reach those. Like me and Miles. <laughs> Definitely. No one else matters. No one else. Only us. Sponsor us Cheerios. Please. Please. (laughs) You're not heart healthy, but I'll lie. I'll lie for you. (laughs) I'll believe it. Did I ruin the sponsorship? Do you think I shot it in the foot? (laughs) You might have just crushed our dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Well, back to Paul Bunyan. His legend became a topic for children's books and a theme for festivals. American poets celebrated the figure as well, like Robert Frost, Carl Sandburg, and Richard Wilbur. Oversized statues across North America depict Paul's likeness even today. There's a paved biking trail 120 miles long in Minnesota called the Paul Bunyan Trail as of 2014. Well deserved. And then I have some more like fun modern cameos. The Bemidji statues of Paul Bunyan and Babe, the ox, appear in the Fargo television series. Hmm. His statue is also briefly shown in the film Fargo from 1996. And the statue of Paul Bunyan is regularly mentioned in the novel It by Stephen King. And in the Pixar movie Toy Story, the original 1995 version, Sid has a parody poster in his room for Killin' Paul Bunyan and his Blue Bull of Doom. Wow. That kid had some issues. Yeah, the movie didn't get that across at all. I don't think so. There was no show, don't tell there. No. Nope. They should have. Uh, I just assumed anybody with braces was an asshole after that. <laughs> pretty much. That's, pretty <laughs> That's much. so sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you talk to that kid, probably beats animals, breaks toys. No thanks. How do you know he needed corrective teeth surgery? <laughs> <laughs> I have a dentist. He has an orthodontist. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. 
Paul Bunyan has two companions, according to Britannica. Babe the Blue Ox, which I think most of us are pretty familiar with. But Who's that? His ox that he used to walk around with. Is that for real? It's a giant it blue was. ox. It's a yeah. really big okay. blue ox. A lot of I'm the statues have the blue ox next to him. From a Cletus standpoint, I'm wondering why he chose the name Babe for an animal, but... Oh, bestiality, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, he's, I big, he's to, a big dude. I was, <laughs> I was waiting for you to go there. I was like... Wait, was it just maybe a common thing, though? Because, like... The, the talking Bestiality? No, no. <laughs> well, oh, pe- God, no. Well, people who farm animals. You know. No, I'm talking about no internet. the movie <laughs> Babe with the talking pig. Yeah, he got fucked too. <laughs> so Johnny Inkslinger was the second of his companions, what, who I've never heard of. That's, that's what they call me. <laughs> <laughs> Old Johnny Inkslinger over there. Excuse me? <laughs> and why? How do you get that name? Just, just curious. He was a tattoo artist. He was actually a squid. Um, no, he was an mm. honest giant clerk who invented bookkeeping. Mm. Yes, very exciting companion to Paul Bunyan, <laughs> the lumberjack. But he was I like, chopped down trees. <laughs> this is the worst adventuring party I've ever heard. I put down a tick mark for every tree. <laughs> <laughs> a lumberjack that can't lumberjack. And a bookkeeper. And a giant blue ox. Who's just oh, along and, for the ride. And, and, Literally. Pun intended. Yes. No, pun no, intended. no, no, no. So Johnny is a genius, thus like inventing bookkeeping, but he would also invent things because as a giant, he needed like a fountain pen. So he would like rig up a pen in a tube into a barrel of ink uh-huh. so that he could keep up with the bookkeeping. Continuously. Yeah. Okay. One winter, he left off crossing his T's and dotting his I's, and mm-hmm. he saved nine whole barrels of ink. How did he know which one was a T and which one was an I, though? Lots of shoddy uh, record keeping that year. It was The numbers needed to be right. Maybe the letters didn't matter as much. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he made one taller than the other. Oh, but then L's. You, you have five bottles of milk? What? <laughs> Why do we have five bottles of milk? What the what hell is, is a bottle? What's a bottle? You got to do better about this, John. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a genius, all right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he saved five bottles of ink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done with you too. Well, Johnny never comes up again. I noted him because Britannica did, and I thought it was. Damn weird. it! I thought there was going to be. <laughs> no, like a- I, I like. He's not that- in the story. <laughs> I like that Americans have been stupid since the early 1900s, and it's hmm. not just a a modern thing. Goes back further than that, my friend. Paul Bunyan and his adventures are pretty standard so far as the tradition of, like, frontier tall tales go. Mm. Paul can make lakes and rivers at will. He's credited with the creation of the 100-mile-long Puget Sound Estuary, the Grand Canyon in Arizona, and the Black Hills region of South Dakota. Represent. His grand appetite, like that of fellow lumbermen, is celebrated. Mm. Our breakfast for dinner was delicious, so I understand. Yes. He is a giant in the more literal sense in this case. His camp stove is an acre large, and his hot cake griddle is greased by men using sides of bacon as skates. Does he... Well, I guess maybe I'm thinking of somebody else, but does he go around doing lumberjack work, like, across the country? I think in, like... 
the northern or just part the, of the northern country. part. Yeah. How does North, he carry northwest. around this griddle and everything with him to eat? I don't know. It if he was like, pulled by his blue mule. Oh, could fair, be. fair. Okay. Ox, yeah. which is a different animal, but he had a blue mule the too. Thing. They're not. Th- he had babe and he had baby. The blue, the blue, <laughs> blue mule. If it's blue and it has hooves, yeah. it's the same. He thing. He had it. He had it. All livestock. All the livestock. Same. <laughs> all, all livestock matters. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> That's baby the blue mule. Okay. That's bay bay. And now <laughs> <laughs> the blue chicken. <laughs> baby the blue, uh, <laughs> blue. And that one's just pig. called that was just called BB. <laughs> <laughs> this one's just buh. <laughs> Why are all your animals blue? Well, one year we were doing some lumbering. By America's first toxic waste plant. <laughs> well, we well, got to drinking some water. And, uh... Can't none of them breathe too good, you see. <laughs> <laughs> we travel up to a lot of high altitudes, you see, and it's hard to catch your breath, and they just start turning blue. And <clears throat> now some drama. Mm. Oh, we haven't been given enough tea. Some debate Paul Bunyan's authenticity in his origins, Mm. claiming that he's an example of fake lore or a literary invention passed off as older folktales. Yeah, that's a thing. We all know that now. Lumberjack shaming. Just imagine, like, a scrawny white guy in big glasses going, fake lore! (laughs) Fake lore! I mean, this guy's a phony. This guy's a great big phony. I mean, everybody should have known it was fake when he was credited with creating the Grand Canyon. Well, the lakes might have done it for me. (laughs) Just (laughs) creating lakes at will. Well, no, not fake, but like fake folklore. Like they were saying, instead of him being an actual tradition amongst lumberjacks, somebody in like a marketing room made that up and made up the history so it would sell that way. Mm. So they were passing it off as older folklore when really it was just like a made-up character for like a marketing thing. Mm. Their evidence is that the books about Bunyan are composed out of elements with no basis in folklore, especially the children's tales. On the other end of the spectrum, so in like full belief that he's a proper folklore character, we have authors who propose that the legend was based off of a real person. It was. Namely, French-Canadian lumberjack, Fabien Saginaw-Joe Fernier. Perfect. That is so good. Yes. Fernier lived from 1845 to 1875, and he worked for the H.M. Loud Company in Grayling, Michigan <clears throat> from 1865 until his death. The what company? H.M. Loud Company. Okay, I couldn't hear you. Another, this is so stupid. It was. So stupid. It really was. We lost 10, 10 subscribers. Just <laughs> They needed that. They needed that joke. <laughs> I can't even us. convince myself of it, of it being a joke. They knew that, that joke. I'm a dad. Comes with the territory. Why am I Eeyore all of a sudden? <laughs> I was thinking that, Bones or, or the either that or Jen, the babysitter from Bob's Burgers. Fair. 
Another unverified connection to a real once living figure was a soldier in the Papa Papa New Guinea. It's not New Guinea. Papadopolis. Papa Nui Rebellion named Paul Bonjon. Paul Bonjon. So he can't be 100% sure whether Bunyan was an exaggeration of a real person or wholly mythical from the beginning. Some older lumberjacks interviewed by Stuart and Watt, I don't know who they are, their names came up, claim to have met Bunyan and members of his lumberjack crew, and his grave is supposed to be in northern Minnesota. It is. We can vouch for that. However, he wasn't a giant in those older stories. That detail was a later embellishment on the real guy, and the early Earl stories didn't mention his height at all, or they put him at about seven feet tall, so he was tall, but not like, I need an acre-wide stove tall. He was ridiculously tall. I saw him with my own eyes. I mean, an acre's pretty big. Yeah. 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 To be fair. I mean, you'd have to be huge. He was. Or just fat. Don't body shame him. <laughs> I guess I guess so. All the lumberjack I mean, work he did for this country. I mean in appetite. He deserves better. That's gluttonous. I'm actually only twenty feet tall, but my stove is a whole acre because I just really like food. He was cooking for himself, the mule, and his men. He was generous. Sure. And then I got stats. Out of the six primary sources of Paul Bunyan printed stories, six out of six feature that stove skating on like slabs of bacon. <laughs> Three and a half out of six feature a pea soup lake. Oh. The point five is because in the fourth one, the there were beans that were spilled into the lake and not peas. Four out of six of them mention a giant camp. What the hell are we talking about right now? <laughs> I'm lost. These are, these are like things that a bunch of primary sources of Paul Bunyan's printed stories have and have not in common. So he so made... Like reoccurring he elements. He made pea soup the size of a lake. In a lake. Because yeah. peas spilled in. So they were just like, the water's hot, might as well make it in a soup. <laughs> <laughs> Was it okay. hot enough for soup, though? So, so and there's okay. probably fish and critters right. and stuff in it too. Bacteria. There is a protein in the soup. <laughs> Rocks. Dirt. Dirt. And then, so four out of six of the stories mention Nothing. a giant camp. Three out of six mention giantism for Paul specifically. So three of them don't mention his like height at all. Mm-hmm. But one of those three that do. <clears throat> specifies that Paul's height is far beyond human capacity, is how it's described. And then three and a half out of six of them feature like a blue ox as a companion, so babe. Again, um, there's a half because one of them is actually a pink ox named Old Brinny. Yep. Just phoning it in at this point. Yep. <laughs> and then three out of six of those feature logging specifically in the Dakotas. And only one of them depicts Bunyan creating geography. What about Kenny logging? Was he? I don't know. No? What about Kenny Powers? I don't know names. Okay. Kenny Loggins. Danger Zone. Oh. Guess that guy did have a name. Yeah. Ouch. All right. Continue. (laughs) Well, (laughs) without further ado, here is a snapshot of... One of the tales, because the whole thing in full was too long. 
Round River said. Drive, as originally transcribed by James McGillivray, Douglas Malick, who right. did it in poetic verse, and then retold um, by many people, including Essie Schlosser. Adapted for podcast by Dragon String Bourbon. And now, also Ella the Amateur. <laughs> <laughs> Setting. The North Woods of Wisconsin. Mm. Or maybe Michigan. Or Canada. <laughs> Pick one. All states look the same. Somewhere with snow. <laughs> one of the colder ones. <laughs> <clears throat> We find Mr. Bunyan scouting about the woods in search of the perfect spot for his winter lumber camp. Bunyan decided on a spot directly beside a river with a strong and quick current. The logs would be piled next to the river all winter, and then in the spring, the lumberjacks could simply float them down nice and easy to the mill. Float them down to the mill. Float that wood down to the mill. She loves it. I say the mill, but the thought was more along the lines of, We'll happen across a town with a mill, and a mill needs timber, so we'll figure it out later. Let's get to work. So they pretty much just chopped down trees for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then figured it out later. (laughs) The quiet and scenic woods became a scene of flannel. Flannel everywhere. (laughs) Flannel as far as the eye could see. Just a bunch of Al Borlands. (laughs) (laughs) Flannel from east to west. From north to south. And calls of timber. That, you, you know, they yell that because timber is wood and wood's falling. Mm. Also cries of, <laughs> as big strong men struggle to lift wood and drag it to where it belonged. It would be very confusing if while a tree fell, you went, four! <laughs> <laughs> Another guy turns around, are we counting? That's crushed by a tree. (laughs) Blue halloo. What? Slam. (laughs) Oh, that's right. We settled on timber. Timber. I was late to that meeting. That's right. Sorry, Steve. (laughs) And then they finally landed on timber. And everybody ran and was like, that must be a tree. (laughs) That's the one. That's the one. (laughs) Everyone was kept mighty busy. Babe the blue ox hauled the logs to the riverside from dawn until dusk as these great trees fell left and right. Sourdough Sam, the cook, rarely took a break himself. (laughs) You're going to prep me for that. Okay. He... In quotations, mm. always had a yeast infection. <laughs> always. Oh, Aww. that's why they called him sourdough. <laughs> Poor Sam. I'll be it, back, and fellas, Sam uh, was short with for Samantha. <laughs> Sam's gonna go take care of his ailment. Uh, <laughs> don't don't worry about what it is. It's personal, but uh, I'll be back, fellas. You know I'm one of you boys. <laughs> Get out of here. This is men's work. <laughs> The bathroom's only like two feet away and not well insulated, so all you hear is, oh, it burns. <laughs> and she's the strongest and most manly out of all of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Crap, I'd kill for a gynecologist around here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be on the second board. <laughs> uh, constipation, yeah, that's what it is. Uh. <laughs> My my brain tried to make that into a song. 
And it went, constipation, barely breathing. <laughs> Don't give a fuck if I come home. And I was like, constipation is not the first word no. of that verse. That's where my brain took it. Hey, you boys seen sourdough Sam around here? He said he was going to go get a mammogram or something. I, don't know. <laughs> I think she's singing Three Days Grace in the bathroom again. <laughs> he, he's singing. Oh, yeah, they were inclusive. Yeah, oh. he's one of us. Okay. He's a fella. Old, sour- <laughs> <laughs> Old sourdough Sam. Sourdough Sam the cook rarely took a break himself, existing within the confines of his cooking shanty to keep the crew oh, well and he's fed. The cook. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine the number of flapjacks it takes to feed a giant. Three. They don't take long to make, but you're not going to stop cooking for a while. By spring, the logs were piled so damn high that travelers thought that it was a mountain range and that they had happened upon the Rockies. I thought they were throwing them into the river. No, they piled it next to the river. And then they're going to Oh, so all this wood's just dying now. Mm-hmm. Rotten, basically. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. They were wasteful. Yeah. Anyway, the logs were piled so damn high, the travelers thought it was a mountain range, and in the Wisconsin version, they thought that they had happened upon the Rockies. They weren't too bright, were they? Or that they had come across a great pyramid in the wilds of the north. <laughs> <laughs> That's where pyramids, pyramids are, are Yeah. Hmm. Paul declared it was time to move their bounty to the sawmill. He would take the first big batch downriver the next morning with a hardy crew. Since Paul would be visiting proper civilization... I just pictured the hardy boys from like the wrestling. <laughs> oh, I got a raging clue. <laughs> They're like theme song coming on. They're just like lugging this stuff in. Sorry. He cast aside his huge red long johns and gave <laughs> and like superior. If I had a nickel for every time I cast aside my version. huge red long, long johns. John. <laughs> anyway, he scrubs his long johns and then hangs them to dry on the flagpole and then leaves them there and apparently changes into something else. When his long johns flapped in the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> It frightened birds on their migratory flight home. <laughs> what so, the fuck? <laughs> so much so that they turned their asses back around to take the Nope air currents back to Nope Town in the south. <laughs> Talk about a red wood. <laughs> we shall not be engaging in such fuckery. Come back to the south. Paul, crew member Joe Murphy... And the other river drivers piled onto a log raft to start their journey. The ride was smooth and pleasant, and yeah, in two was. weeks, they spotted smoke rising above the treetops. Paul Bunyan surmised that the smoke must be from another lumber camp. And he was right, the picture becoming clearer as the fellers floated ever closer. Mm-hmm. The camp had a huge cooking shanty, more than an acre long. There was a great big barn and a doppelganger to sourdough Sam, ringing a dinner bell to summon the hungry crew for supper. Oh, I see. You're a big burly man as well. My name's sourdough Sam. What's yours? They call me Chris the Clam. (laughs) Nice to meet you, Chris. You must be be a fisherman. (laughs) 
I have to introduce you to my brother, Bill the Beaver. (laughs) There was even a pair of red long johns hanging from their flagpole. We love long johns and flannel, too. (laughs) You'll fit right in. Lumberjacks are just a gang. They're just a gang (laughs) that wear flannel. (laughs) And underneath, it's just red long johns. (laughs) You brought this upon yourself. You know who we are as people. I don't see the name Sourdough Sam and think more than that's kind of kiddish and cute. And you guys are like, oh, yeast infection. <laughs> we never said who that. Who wants sure to be Joe Murphy knew. and who wants to be Paul Bunyan? I like flannel. I'll be Paul. They're both. Joe Murphy commented on the oddity aloud. What a nice looking place. Just like ours, actually funny. They've even got a pair of red long johns on the flagpole, just like us. The river drivers were the busiest workers now, fighting the rapids as well as shallow spots over the next 48 hours. Then, after another two weeks, they spot smoke wafting out of the woods yet again. This time, Paul Bunyan himself took note. Son of a bitch! Another lumber camp? Germany! You know what? At this rate, this whole state's gonna be out, just all lumbered out. In no time. No time flat. As the men drifted past, they spotted a cooking shanty more than an acre long. Another sourdough Sam lookalike waved to them all from the doorway. Hey, fellow fellows! Further on, they passed a massive barn, big enough to fit even Babe the Blue Ox like their own did. Around the bend, they spotted a flagpole. Can you guess what's strung up on the flagpole? A thong. It's red. Did you say red long johns? That's right. And less problematic. (laughs) Tarnation. These lumber camps are copycats. One and all. You'd think there'd be more variety or something. And not only that, there's too many of them. All this competition will put us out of business. I'm going to have to investigate a proper like when we finish up with that there mill. I'm also from the South now, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I suggested. Minnesota, Wisconsin, or even Canadian. And then after that, you went wild west, and then you went south. Well, we took creative liberties. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. It's fine, it's fine. We're from different places, just moving on up, you know. At that very moment, the crew hit rapids the same distance away as they were from the first lumber camp. But they were too busy protecting their hall, and themselves, I suppose, so their mullings ended there. So, two more weeks passed. It's been over a month now, and you will not believe what happens next. Can you guess what Paul Bunyan sees up ahead? A camp? Flagpoles and hanging from it. I mean, long johns. 
That's mostly right. <laughs> I almost punched down a whole damn tree. This is the last straw. I scouted the Northwoods first, and they're only so big to begin with. These lumberjacks have no respect. We were here first, damn it. This is an invasion. I'm only just realizing how ironic that is from any American yeah. at this point. <laughs> That's why I, I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Whatever, I didn't revise that line. It's not my fault. <laughs> the river drivers pulled the raft toward the shore and this third ballsy camp of copycats. Dagnab camp just like the rest of them. Same cooking shanty, same big old barn, same flagpole with drying long johns on top. Goddamn Jiminy Crickets, find your originality, folks. Hey, we got two words for them, Paul. River drivers. 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 (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) Paul jumped out the second the raft reached the bank. He stormed to the camp's main building Intending to take his complaints up with the boss. I got something to say about this bullshit. I got something to say! And unlike the standard Karen, he actually had a point. So there was much to a fear. Halfway to the main building, the one and only Sourdough Sam emerged from the cooking shanty to ring the supper bell. The shock stopped Paul in his tracks. This is beyond the pale. I demand to speak to a manager right now. Sourdough, what on earth are you doing here? I realize that Joe, Paul, and Sam have to be on the same spot, and I didn't want to do a voice. Guess who's Sam? (laughs) I'll be Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You feeling all right, boss? I work here, of course, same as you. You all right, Sam? Your voice sounds a little uh, high-pitched to me, but all right, uh. Did you did you mean to say this is my camp? Duh. We've been watching you fellas float past us every few days with all the lumber. And you know we did wonder where the fuck they think they going. And none of us could figure it out. Cause we knew you would you should be headed south and saw admit I can't read. <laughs> we know. We know, sourdough. We know. Hashtag relatable. Bring it in. Bring it in. We're going to hug it out. It's okay. I know you can't read. Because <laughs> we knew you should be headed south to the sawmill, and now you're standing before me, and I'm no longer... S- what? Oh. I'm no... <laughs> and I'm no closer to solving the goddamn mystery. Words is hard. <laughs> so that means... Oh. Uh, that, that, that means... Uh, that means that we've been going around in a circle this whole damn time? Silence. Pain <laughs> <laughs> in the ass. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. <laughs> we must have been logging next to the Round River. You know, I, I heard there was a big old river in whatever state we're in. You know where we are. Oh, sourdough. I don't do maps. I just do chopping down trees. You know, I hear it runs in a perfect circle with uh, no way out. Ah, I guess that must be it. 
Joe Murphy and the boys from the raft had all come ashore to see why Paul was taking so long to return. Then they overheard Paul's realization. No wonder we ain't never reached no sawmill no how. <laughs> the lumberjacks couldn't help but laugh heartily at the good joke Mother Nature played on them. <laughs> Who would have ever guessed? Who would have ever guessed they were working on the only round river in the world? (laughs) The crew all entered the cooking shanty together, filling up on man food and delicious flapjacks until they were ready to burst. Paul Bunyan scouted around to find a river that ran south properly, and the crew dragged the logs out that way instead. The next year, Paul was extra careful to avoid the round river. He wouldn't make that mistake again. Or would he? Nobody would. Because there's no way out. That's the end of the the tale. But then... Never let it die. I looked up Malik's poetic verse um, to compare. Who? And... Uh, Malik, one of the original sharers of the Paul Bunyan tales. And his version, Sourdough Sam was dead. His remains shot through the cookhouse ceiling, I think. What? Yeah. Why? Oh, but also. Pressure cooker exploded. (laughs) Too much yeast. That'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) But also, Joe Murphy was real good at making, quote, Irish booze, unquote, which I'm guessing is whiskey, and is actually in charge of the camp distillery. So that's fun. I'm still on the remains shooting (laughs) through the ceiling. Well, and then, like, they recognized it was their camp because they were like, there's that dead guy we left here. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the remains of old sourdough. But why is sourdough here? I thought I would give you guys just a couple of his poetic verses because it was kind of fun to listen to. But it was a malt read. It was 64 or 65. We drove the great round river drive. It was 65 or 64. Yes, it was during of the war. Or it was after or before. Those were the days in Michigan, the good old days, when any man could cut and skid and long and haul, and there was pine enough for all. Hell yeah. That shit be bussin'. Right? Turn that snare up <laughs> in my headphones. I ain't got no snare in my headphones. And then there's like an intro to Paul Bunyan specifically. He got the bunions, y'all. 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 Pick a Paul. Or it goes like, (laughs) Paul Bunyan, you have heard of Paul. He was the great kingpin of them all, the greatest logger in the land. He had a punch in either hand and licked more men and drove more miles, (laughs) got more drunk, shut up, and got more drunk and more new styles than any other PV prince before or then or ever since. 
It was. It started off decent until he started licking dudes. <laughs> it was good until. What was it? He licked a bunch of men. No, before that, he like punch. He had punch in his hands, or he was like punching people. So a and bunch then... of hunch punch turned him into a gay, <laughs> and he started licking dudes. What was started? Started over. Yeah, the and whole thing. I want to. I want to do the whole thing again too because I started laughing and my brain went wild. Paul Bunyan, mm-hmm. you have heard of Paul. He about. was the kingpin of them all. That part, so the greatest kingpin lo- yeah. from well, Spider Man. Yeah. Okay. He's a, all right. Go ahead. <laughs> the greatest logger in the land. Uh huh. He had a punch in either hand. That part got me. Okay. And Keep licked going. more men and drove yeah. more mile. Yeah. And got more drunk in more new styles than any new other PV prince before or then or ever since. <clears throat> I think this is his coming out story. I really do. Um, and we're here for it. We support it. You know, we don't judge. I mean, why else would he chop down trees? The first bear, Paul Bunyan, the first the bear. The very first bear. Okay. Yeah. Inspiration to Al Borland. Yeah. Shout out. And then the poetic first version ends this way. And then we realized at last that every camp that we had passed was ours. Yes, it was then we found the river we was on was round. And though we driven many a mile, we drove a circle all the while. And that's the truth, as I'm alive, about the great round river drive. What's that? Did ever anyone come on that camp of 61, or 63, or 65, the year we drove round river drive? Yes, Harry Guston, Pete and me. T. Hansen and some two or three of good and truthful lumbermen came on that famous camp again. And west of Grayland, fifty miles, where all the face of nature smiles, we found the place in '84. But it had changed some since the war. The fire had run some summer through and spoiled the logs and timber too. The sun had dried the river clean, but still its bed was plainly seen. And so we knew it was the place for the of the past. We found a trace, a PV loggers know so well, a PV with a circle L, which, as you know, was Bunyan's mark. The hour was late was getting dark. We had to move, but there's no doubt it was the camp I've told about. We eastward went, a corner found, and took another look around, round river, so we learned that day, on section 37 lay. And y'all won't believe what happened then? That's when Paul started licking mint. (laughs) (laughs) Try so hard to be a professional. I like that they stumbled across the only lazy river in nature. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just lazy, round. Well, also like me, lazy and round. I do I do love the idea of a ton of grown, grown men seeing a camp that looks exactly like theirs and going, well, they're not very original and going on. <laughs> And then it happening two or three more times and it never occurring to them that maybe they were going the wrong way. Because you know us as men would do that. I mean, they didn't go go up to the camp and be like, hey, is anybody here? So in this version, Paul Bunyan seems to be more like giant-ish. Giant-idiot. So like (laughs) giant-ish. So how many... How many men do you know that can fit in those long johns that are on the flagpole? I was going to ask that question. Like, 
did each camp just have a giant? And I was like, nope. Don't ask the question. It'll play out. Lessons? Learning? I don't learn lessons. <clears throat> I create them for others. Mm. I learned. Don't be a lumberjack. Yeah. Because then you won't be stupid. <laughs> and get mad when people <laughs> chop up all the trees. And then you have to come back and realize that you're the dumbass. How about how about trees. formulate a plan before you start just chopping down trees? How about fucking navigate the area? Yeah, they didn't, they didn't have any. Like they're just like, yeah, we'll 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 process these later. There's got to be something at the end of this river, right? So like, let's see. Let's just go in a straight line down this river and see where that takes us. Are you going to go up to the man that yes. you think created the Grand Canyon and be like, well, you know what, sir? You don't know how to navigate. I would, because I'm not a yes man. And people don't like that. Uh, people don't like that. I'm not a yes man. Well, I don't know how to close this one out. Well, don't buy a ship if you're not going to do the research. Dragon drink bourbon. There was no ship in the story. Yeah, they just straddled a log. It's a boat. Don't a boat. A boat. Don't chop down a tree and ride a log. It was a log raft. <laughs> yeah, it was like you ever rode that thing at Six Flags? No. It's like it's just you get in this plastic Look, log and go down the. I don't. The I don't want to get angry emails from boats and ships because we're mislabeling. Boats and <laughs> That's why we have a phone. So call us, Dragons Drink Bourbon <laughs> at. Eight six seven five three zero nine. No one's made that joke in forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up so your cat can jump on your table. <laughs> so there are no lessons in this story. You didn't find it relatable. No. Well, we're dragons. We drink bourbon, spit facts and truth and truth. Sometimes with or without enthusiasm. <laughs> and we will see you in August. Boy, boy. Tomorrow. Oh, ah, I did promise an exciting announcement, but it's technically not ready yet. But yeah, uh, keep an eye out for Patreon. It should be launching in July. Tomorrow. Not tomorrow. In July. <laughs> Ella has a lot of family coming in from out of town for two weeks. Sorry, I have a time machine. It's tomorrow needs, for me. She needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> we should have done that better. Sorry. Bye. 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 What are we doing? What are we, what are we doing? Make better choices. Unlike us. Do as we say, not as we do. Right. You don't see us jumping on tables right now. While there's nobody to throw money. Right. Original music by Maria Vincent and art by Something by LP. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ddb.podcast. You may also email us at dragonsdrinkbourbon at gmail.com. And he laughed at my pain. I did. I thought it was hilarious.